0: The ability to be customer-centric and not talk about yourself in your marketing is possibly the most underrated skill that many marketers don't have. So in this episode, we are going to talk about what building a story brand is all about, plus the latest digital marketing news in this episode of Inbound Buzz welcome to the inbound buzz podcast your weekly jolt of all things digital and inbound marketing brought to you by redpandas.com.au now for your host and co-founder of red pandas Moby Sadiq
1: welcome to the inbound buzz podcast episode 122 my name is tony cow and i'm joined by Moby Sadiq how are you today Moby good tony feeling good feeling good i've had a tough week Feeling a bit nasally today, so... uh, I know everyone's been
0: sick, man. Mm. It's just like bananas. But we're here, we're ready, we're here to deliver the latest in uh, digital marketing news. So what do we got? What's the first item in our news buzz today? Amazon tests TikTok like feeds
1: in app. So this is interesting because it's about uh, TikTok and it seems like it's having a big influence in the uh, tech industry. Amazon is starting to use it for, um, you know, just a little test that they're doing to add TikTok. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, the article talks about like, you know, a lot of people more on TikTok than, you know, like YouTube and Instagram. So Amazon's trying to pick up on TikTok and get some of that traffic.
0: Yeah. I swear. I mean, people probably think this is like TikTok buzz now, but this is the news. Like this is what's making news right now. Like this is one of the biggest, uh, news pieces that's come out in social media. Amazon is essentially testing, beta testing, having a TikTok feed in its app. Mm. Because the Chinese have figured it out, my friends. Your relatives have figured Is that racist? I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. We're not cutting it out. We're leaving it in. But they figured it out. Like, this is a positive thing, right? I, hope I feel so. like I'm digging I'm, myself a hole. I think I'm Australian. I don't, I, I don't care because... I, because yeah, 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 that's true. But I'm also Pakistani as well. No, but they figured it out, man. Like, they figured it out. This app, like, if you guys don't understand how the algorithm works, it works on dwell. So, if you're dwelling on something... You're gonna see more of that, and I always say, like, if you're if you're if you sit next to your, you know, if you're a, you're sitting next to your partner, and they just like they're on TikTok, and every other video is a chick shaking her ass, mm. then that's probably like the stuff that they like, like that's what they're dwelling on. Even though they go really fast when they're next to you, they're probably dwelling on that, and that's what TikTok's giving you. It's based on dwell. So Amazon is like, shit, we can take advantage of this. We are BigData.com. We can figure this out ourselves mm. and have a feed. So they're testing it with their – like Amazon's employees can make an island. So they're testing it with their employees right now. Um, but, man, it's, this is the way of the future essentially. Yeah. Uh, next one, worst SEO
1: advice I've heard this year for 2022. So one of the uh, comments was, uh, should, I should never remove content from my website. And this is a big discussion on the, in the SEO community. You know, do we remove content or do we keep the content? You know, that's what we've been discussing about. And some of the points we were raised was, um, is the content you know, relatable to the market now? Is it old? Should we get rid of it? Or should we make new content? And we've been going through a bit of this lately, uh, Moby, haven't yeah. we? Yeah.
0: I think um, the analogy I can give you is leaving bad content on your website it's like a fat marathon runner who refuses to lose weight Mm. because he thinks it's going to help him win a marathon when everyone else is like 60 kilos. Because the way I say that, how the Google's algorithm works, it has a a, a limit in terms of how much it's going to crawl your site. Mm. I think they call it like a a crawl budget, right? It's known as like the crawl budget. So that's why I say you're like a fat marathon runner refusing to lose weight because it's too much effort, it's too much energy. So when you leave old content, you are impacting the core budget of your site, not to mention your diluting keywords, cannibalization. So it's not one of those things, it's gonna de-rank you, but it's certainly not gonna do you any favors, particularly if you're an old site, you have a lot of content that competes with each other.
1: Yep, and worst SEO advice number two, all I need is to write longer content to rank higher. And this has been going on. Do we, you know, write a thousand um, word blog, or do we write, you know, three hundred words, five hundred words? It's quite interesting because, like, it does talk about um, the longer it is, it's not as important.
0: It's more about the quality of the content, right, folks? The problem with I think our industry is people just take correlations, they turn them into causations. So, I believe and you guys can look this up, I believe like the average length of the top ranking pages is like 1,200 words or something. So people take that and like, oh, I must write 1,200 words and I must keyword inject 3% of the time for keyword density. Like that's bullshit. That's not going to get you anywhere. The reason why it's 1,200 words, it's probably the content is so good that writer or that publication or that website or brand answered the question better than everyone else. They had to go into depth. So it just happened to be 1,200 words. But the thing is like we talk about snackable content. We talk about – I'm really trying not to talk about TikTok on our shows, but we talk about TikTok all the time and it works because it's snackable. Mm -hmm. It's information right away. And we also know like short form videos like Reels and Shorts and uh, – I'm not sure about Reels, but Shorts and TikToks appear in Google search results now too, Mm. right? So it's essentially about having the content. Having a limit I think is a useless metric for Mm. a content and it's more around does this content answer the question – the queries of the customer or the searcher better than everyone else whether it's 500 words or 2000 or 3000 words it doesn't matter mm. and it's
1: true because in red pandas you're always telling our writers to be more succinct right always succinct you don't care about how long they write you just want good quality succinct and you know, just get the points so. yeah
0: there was like a famous politician who once said if i had more time i would have written a shorter letter mm. so it actually takes more work and more effort and it's more impressive to write something punchy and to the point because people just zone out.
1: Mm, Good. Uh, Our news buzz number three, TikTok introduces three types of shopping ads. So, you know, we're at TikTok again, and it's interesting because they've uh, allowed for video shopping ads, catalog listing ads, and live shopping ads. You know, video shopping ads is, you know, typical, you know, the video ads so you you can present and sell your products. So make sure you get onto that. And, you know, the typical catalog, you can produce uh, and sell multiple products. But one funny thing is live shopping ads. So this is what TikTok is rolling out. But then we have Facebook that's gonna, you know, pause it in October. So it's interesting how two different platforms are going two different ways.
0: Yeah, Zuckerberg is more interested in, in loading billions into uh, the metaverse. So that's not really area of focus. But they they killed it because it's not really working. Yeah. So the biggest thing that's working on Facebook, of course, yeah, ads still work, right? Like Facebook ad attribution is still really, really powerful. But we talk about, you know, spreading your budget a little bit, like having, you know, YouTube ads, ads are coming to reels, I'm sure, I'm sure of that. Um, TikTok ads as well. And of course, like Instagram and, and those type of ads hmm. as well. Um, you know, it's it's all really, really part of it. But um, but yeah, like it's, you know, the, the only other thing that works on Facebook from a shopping point of view is like either shoppable ads like we spoke about or the Facebook marketplace, which probably mm. doesn't apply to most of our clients.
1: Next one, YouTube adopts feature from uh, TikTok, Re- reply to comments with a video. So on TikTok, right, um, on some of the uh, you know, uh, videos, you can add a sticky comment and you, know, you can add it and write a comment and the, uh, the author, or sorry, the content creator can reply. But yeah,
0: YouTube- Yeah, they can com- reply to a comment with a video.
1: Yeah. yeah. But YouTube's come up with something uh, different. It's a small experiment for IRS users where you can reply to comments with a short video. Now, that's interesting. Imagine recording yourself replying to your comments. Better engagement, huh?
0: better report. Yes, yeah. Just still the feature, man. <laughs> that's what worked for everyone else. <laughs> so nothing more to add on that.
1: Okay. So that's, um, that's it for our news buzz for um, this episode. And we're moving on to our next feature buzz, Who is the hero of the story?
0: Yeah, so this is really interesting. This comes from, uh, I think we started a little bit of a mini informal book club, haven't we, Tony? We've been talking about this book by Donald Miller, Building a Story Brand, which I recommend for anyone in marketing, um, definitely. And the idea is, like the the central premise is that we are hardwired to stories. Mm -hmm. From when we were cavemen and, you know, like people used to tell stories and, and use stories to tell history and relay information We are hardwired. That's why we can't, you know, it's why like when, you know, if you walk in halfway into a movie, you know, with your partner, this happened to me so many times, I watch so many movies, I don't want to watch some chick flicks or something. And the story is just so compelling that we have to see what's going to happen. Like our brains are so invested in finding out stories. So, the stories are the easiest way and the fastest way to promote any message or narrative. Yeah. That's why, you know, the storytelling is big. That's why the best lead generation, I know, obviously, you, you're our paid media guru. That's why you've been following, you know, the art of storytelling, the art of telling a story to promote a message. Mm. So, it, the, it's kind of based on that. And essentially, what I really like and what I, what I wanted to start on, it talks about the two biggest problems that marketers make in their marketing Mm. or the two biggest problems businesses have in their marketing. And the first one is getting people to consume too many calories for a message. So for example, like the worst thing you can see on a website is some cryptic wordsmithing bullshit. Like the most innovative way to, uh, and like the most innovative way to service your customers. Like, Stuff that can apply to almost any business. Mm. And by the way, innovative is like one of the worst words to have on your website. Not because it's a bad word, because it's meaning. Because overused so much, it means nothing anymore. It's like saying a very good place or a very good business. Mm. Like, duh, that's part of it, right? So, the first mistake is getting people to consume too many calories and doing too much mental work to figure out what you actually do and sell in your value prop. The... The second one is, is not making people the hero of stories. And it goes back to what we were talking mm. about before with stories. We can't help when we're watching a movie to place ourselves into that, right? And I think we were talking about this before, like, you know, we're talking about Gladiator, yeah. right? Like you can't help feeling Maximus's pain and what he's going to do and, and how would you feel if your wife or your loved one was killed? Like we, we do it subconsciously. We place ourselves... in the story so marketers don't do that enough they don't make their person the hero of the story instead what marketers do is they make them the heroes but that is a big misconception that's not how you do marketing it's Mm. not about saying we're the heroes we will solve all your problems we will do this that's actually not the way to do it the best way to see it is you're robin they're batman okay they're the heroes of the story you're the trusted advisor Mm. you know it's something i've seen and heard from many, many experts. You're the trusted advisor. We make them the hero of the stories, help them solve their problems and save the day. 100%. But um, yeah, yeah go it's, ahead.
1: It's like um, you were saying about Gladiators and uh, Star Trek, how there's always... A I didn't Obi- say Star
0: Trek. I don't even know what the hell... Oh, was. sorry, Star
1: Wars, <laughs> my bad, or one of them. There's always a guide like Obi-Wan Kenobi and there's always, you know, the customer being the hero, Right. So brands should position themselves, like you're saying, to be the
0: guide or the mentor. This, what this book will do, it will destroy the way you see movies because mm. like they say that if you look at any big budget picture, any movie that's made a lot of money, they follow this formula. It's like a seven-step formula and it, like what you're essentially talking about, there's a character who has a problem and he meets a guide, he or she meets a guide who gives them a plan and a call to action. And one of two things is going to happen. Either they succeed, they win, they save the day, or there's abysmal failure. Mm. Seven steps in everything. And we're talking about this like, you know, with Gladiator, same thing happens, right? You have a character. Yeah. And all he wants is peace. Like he, or he just wants peace with his family. And he has a problem. He ends up getting, his family gets murdered, he gets thrown, he becomes a slave, mm. right? And he still wants peace. And then he meets a guide. And Proximo, that you know the ex gladiators like win the crowd, and you will win your freedom. And then he has a call to action. And then, of course, win or fail. Win is like he kills his nemesis, he dies with honor, and he gets to see his family in the in the hereafter. Yeah. Or he fails, and he dies without knowing. He doesn't get his revenge, essentially. Every good and what the book actually talks about is sometimes movies will break, and that's why, like, a lot of artsy films, art house films, or these, like, you know, really artsy people come up with these movies, they don't do good yeah. in the box office, yeah, because they break that path. Humans are very predictable people. Indie films, indie films, yeah, <laughs> thank you. So, <laughs> indie films and those films like that are very critically acclaimed, but they don't make it big in the box office. Because like when you break that formula, or you put too many guides, or you don't put a guide, or people don't know within the first five minutes what the protagonist wants, yeah. it actually contributes to the failure of that film. Again, bring it back to what we're talking about. Same thing with marketing as well. Well, so
1: what does that mean? Like, are we talking about like um, our ads? Are we talking about our landing pages, our website? What we like? Is that everything that we got to approach this? Angle, with you reckon, Mobs? Yeah. Like, with video ads, yeah, that, that might be easy to do. But like, do we use that idea on
0: our websites? No, really, really, really good question. So I think, yes, definitely. So in terms of websites, right? So I want to share an example. And bear in mind, um, yeah, we've we looked at the books. Really
1: interesting because a lot of uh, good, uh, you know, like marketing books does talk about this as well. So that book, Moby's you know, bought it for me. Totally recommend you guys to go buy it.
0: Yeah. So back to your question, essentially, in terms of examples. So on our website, I'm sharing our website right now. We used to have something quite generic like, you know, HubSpot and marketing automation. So what the book talks about is making a couple of premises. I don't remember all of them. And like Tony says, definitely recommend you buying this. Making the persona, the hero of the story and not consuming too many calories. So we went something that we had on for years, which I can't even remember. So that's that tells you how memorable it Ooh. was to... Have all the answers to your organization's revenue-generating problems. So what are we actually doing here? We are trying to make the marketing manager the hero. We know marketing managers are always hire for a problem. The bosses are telling them more sales, more leads, whatever, right? And they always need to have the answers. All the departments come to them every time there's something to do with any form of communication. Mm. So what we're saying is have all the answers to your organization's revenue-generating problems, right? Why? So then they can save the day, become the hero in this story, have the answers, triumph, you know, confetti falling from the ceiling. Get promoted. <laughs> Get promoted. I'm obviously being dramatic here, but that's that's the way you have to see it. It's essentially a story. So back to your question, yes, it's in your marketing messaging. It's on your website. Um, that's just one example though. It's in your ads as well. And remembering, solving, you know, countering those two problems, not getting them to consume too many calories. It is what it is. You know, you don't need to wordsmith your stuff.
1: And like you say, uh, don't make them consume too many mental calories. So keep it simple, right? It's just a simple screenplay, whatever, like message. Keep it simple. Let's not overcomplicate things. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, moving on to our next sec- uh, segment, can we fix
0: it? So today... Hold on. We forgot our intro. Moby and Tony. I want to thank my new best friend Alex winter from impact again obviously he went out of his way to create uh, our intro there so I love you for that Alex uh, but yes so what are we talking about today in today's uh, actually for anyone who hasn't listened to the show or tuned in for a while what is can we fix it and who are we focusing on today?
1: So today, um, can we fix this about looking, you know, at a company's website or, you know, ads or anything, and we can provide you know, solutions from our expertise, uh, knowledge and experience. Today, we're looking at a company called Envision VR, and you can find them at uh, envisionvr.net. And we're actually going to adopt it with our uh, building a story brand, you know, idea that we we're talking about in the previous yeah, segment. Yeah, let's carry
0: that conversation through. So Envision VR, one of our clients, uh, one of our clients managed by uh, our head of operations and head of HubSpot at uh, Pandas, Tasha Del Bianco. Um, But she mentioned um, Envision VR, right? So the other day, you know, thought we'll do some story brand and I guess just see what comes to mind. So I'm looking at the website now. And of course, if you want to see, our beautiful faces and you want to see the video version of this podcast, remember you can go to redpandas.com.au forward slash EP122. So if you're listening, you can check out vr.net or, or whatever, or you can just follow along. But the first sort of what comes to mind, first thing on their website is um, redefining the way unbuilt property is showcased and sold. The heading. We're looking that's, at the heading. That's the heading yep. uh, in the banner. So, what this, well, I, it's worth mentioning what these guys do actually. So, these guys, they target property developers and real estate agents and they have this really, really cool tech where they use VR so you can showcase a property. Mm. So, think of like, you know, instead of buying a property off the plan, you could put on some goggles or you could view it through an iPhone app or an iPad and you could actually visualize and do a, a virtual walkthrough. So, great mm. little thing. And
1: just to build the uh, background, um, this company is a solution for, like Moby said, uh, you know, developers, builders. And, you know, the problems with builders and developers is they spend millions of dollars dis- you know, building display homes for customers to have a look at. But this uh, product, you know, just simplifies it and makes it a lot easier.
0: Yeah. So let's look at, let's do some story branding on this. So now for me, this is too generic. Right, so redefining like no one cares. It's like it's not as bad as the word innovation, but redefining the way unbuilt property is showcased and sold. Okay, so what does that mean, Moes? Exactly. It's asking us to. The only way we kind of sort of know is the name. I think it's a great name, Envision VR, and we can see some VR stuff happening in the background. But you have to. Someone once said to me, and this sounds insulting, but it's not. We have to consider website visitors as dumb, stupid idiots. And we are also dumb, stupid idiots when we go on a website we've never been on before, right? Like you have to really like make it really, really simple. Mm. So if we consider someone who's dumb and stupid, even if they're a property developer, what are you guys doing? You help me sell, you guys, you know, sell stuff. Um, I can see some VR. Do you guys sell sell VR goggles, whatever, right? So it's asking us to consume too many calories. But also the biggest um, mistake it's making is it's about you. Mm. It's not about them. It's you guys redefining the way unbuilt properties showcased and sold. You're solving your problems. It's got nothing to do how you're going to solve your buyers' problem. So, for example, an alternative could be the easiest way to show uh, the easiest way to show and sell your unbuilt property to buyers, right? So I'm like, we're not, you know, we probably would charge to do this properly, right? Mm. But something like that might be better. The easiest way to show and sell your unbuilt property to prospective buyers, Mm. something like that. Because we're essentially saying you're going to show and you're going to sell and it's unbuilt. So if I'm a property developer, that resonates with me right away. You might need a different one for real estate agents. I'm not sure, whatever. But that's sort of the first thing that comes to mind. And I I
1: think if you scroll down um, to the who we are. Who we are, what we do, who we are. There's a reason our clients call us godsend. And, you know, like we're talking about the hero. I think... It would be, you know, to position more the customers as the hero and, you know, looking at some of the uh, content, you know, like you, we are game changers in the industry. We care about the customer experience. I think maybe we could repurpose and reposition that as them being the game changers in the industry maybe.
0: Yeah, exactly. Change the game uh, with your prospective clients. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, And this is really, really important right now too, because the property market isn't that great. So the people who are around, or for the development market anyway, people who are around need to showcase a point of difference. So it's like this can be your point of difference to actually make your stuff stand out. Uh, Look, and I know they're trying. This is the thing too. I made this mistake as well before reading this book. I'm like, yeah, of course we're being them centric. We're talking about helping them, and they're great, but. No, like it's not enough. Like, like you, we are game changers. Like you, we're about the customer experience. So I can see they're actually trying this. So someone very smart has had a crack at this. But it's, it's more about like the value propos- proposition for them. Um, what else, Tony? What else comes uh, to mind? Scroll
1: down. I mean, they do have a, a video that you can play and you just show an example. Which is great.
0: Love that. But I Bunch think of videos. you
1: were saying you probably like that more above the fold or something, Mobs?
0: Yeah, good point. So, I'm, I'm playing the video now and it's showing like an iPad. It's showing, you know, two people against a screen. It's showing some property develop, development. Uh, I think it's more of a case study. So, it's pretty cool. So, you can get there. But it's kind of like, you know, when you are looking to buy something like... Maybe you're on a property developer's site. Like what's really helpful? Uh, properties that are already live, a gallery or something. So I, l- I like how there's not many menu items. There is how it works, become a supplier, contact, blog. To be honest, I would prefer bl- a contact on the far right-hand side. Not mm. sure why it's in the middle. I know maybe you're trying to be different, maybe you're trying to get people to go to the blog, but that's the way we're conditioned. So let's just fish the way people, or let's just you know self-fish the way people like to buy fish. The worst analogy I've ever come up with. I don't know where that came from, but the point is, don't like have that there um, blog. I would actually have as learning center, but we'll go back to that. But yes, I would have like view live examples or um, gallery or something. Mm. If I'm a what's going to work, we know this works like with anyone. Show them what the neighbors are doing. Sure. So if you had live examples, you click on that, and then you might have property developers. And I'm just guessing that they're the two main from what I little from what little I know, the two main personas, you might have like property developers and real estate agents. You click on that. If you're a real estate agent and I'm like LJ Hooker, and I click on that, and then I see Lang and Rourke down the road using this, I'm like, screw those guys. Mm. Like, why the hell are their properties looking better than ours? Hundred You know, like I need that shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like using FOMO really, really works. Um, the other thing on the site that I would do is self-selection tools, mm. right? What does that mean? Moe? So, right now, like for example, when I go to how it works, I can see they have a how it works for home builders, developers and agents, building and designers. So, self-selection tools and I, they have a few things. They have software, they have the goggles, they have uh, Envision des- VR design app. They obviously have an array of services. Mm. So, let's dumb it the hell down for people. So it could be start here or what are you looking for mm. or find what you're looking for, start here. You click on that. It's like, it's literally just like a quiz, right? Who are you? Are you property developer? Are you real estate agent? Awesome. Are you looking to design? No, I already have the design. Awesome. And it will take you down a path and it will present to you the one of two or three or four, whatever options VR, Envision VR has. And it will say, look, okay, this is what we have for you. This is what could work. Do you want information sent? Do you want a callback? Mm. We can help you with both. Interesting. Um, The final thing, and I know we're running short of time, the final thing I talk about here is like a learning center. So I think the blog could really, really benefit from turning into a learning center and then using they ask you answer content. So talk about like this versus other options. If this is new, the problem you're going to have is you don't exist in a category. Mm. So this could be this versus, I don't know, photography. Uh, and what the options, like, what's the average resale value of or the sale value of your properties versus something comparable? Yeah. Um, versus content, best content, the problems, maybe the problems with the alternative or problems with, with what you guys offer, mm. right? And essentially, it's it's not a problem. It's a problem if you're looking for something else, right? Yeah. There's a clever sort of mix there. Um, yeah, and reviews as well. Reviews, I think they have some here, but reviews is another, you know, type of content. We talk about the big five content, five types of content that push yeah. people to make a decision. Um, but yeah, I think we'll leave it at that. But I think this is definitely something that could benefit from Story Brand, definitely a brand that can uh, leverage They Ask You Answer and self selection tools, three things that come to mind.
1: Fantastic. That's good stuff. And yeah, that's it. You know, like, um, yeah, I hope they're watching it.
0: So just. I was just, I was diving into the website. Yeah, you just got immersed yeah. by their beautiful visuals. Uh, I, I think that's it, Tony. Any passing thoughts, anything before we wrap up the show today?
1: No, I hope you guys enjoyed it this week. And, you know, sorry about my nasal voice. And I hope you enjoyed um, you know, the, the knowledge and wisdom that uh, Moby shared. And, you know, you can find this episode at uh, redpandas.com forward .au. slash.
0: Dot
1: forward slash EP122. We'll
0: see you guys next time. Cool. Thank you.